What up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Indie Analysis. Today, we're talking about the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm your co-host, Jonathan Fridline. And I am Alan J. Payne. And today, we got a big LeBron fan on the Zoom call, Mr. Newland, long awaited. How are you doing, Mr. Newland? So good, boys. So good. This is years in coming. Years oh, my coming. God. Honored to be here. Honored to be wearing the same color cap as one of the co-hosts. Big. Yeah. We planned this. Yeah. Oh, it was all planned. Oh, my goodness. This could be a good time. I'm finally wearing an appropriate shirt. Look. Yeah, it matches your, your green screen. Good job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Took you an episode, but you got there. Jeez. Yeah. So, yeah, today we're talking about the Lakers and mm. all of that in La La Land. So, I'll pass it to La Fred. La Land. So, the Los Angeles Lakers, a team where I would love I would love to say that they're doing well, at least last season, but I don't think I can. They're finishing 11th in the West last year at 33 and 49, well below 500. I'll just leave it at that. So, the primary rotation. It's looking a little something like Russell Westbrook at the one, and then Malik Monk and Ken Bazemore, and then you got LeBron James and Anthony Davis rounding out the starting five. And then off the bench, you got players like DJ Augustine, Taylor Horton Tucker, Stanley Johnson, Carmelo Anthony, and Dwight Howard. Like, honestly, on paper, not a bad roster, but they underperformed. Alan, why don't you say why? So looking at the roster top to bottom, you always have King James, the one of the best players of all time and currently still in the NBA. You also got Anthony Davis, who was injury riddled last season, so we didn't really get to see his full potential of being like in that in his like full prime. So he was injured a lot. And then you have Russell Westbrook, who we'll get into later, but he didn't have the best of seasons either. But looking at the roster top to bottom, they lacked a lot of pure shooting. They lost Malik Monk in the offseason, which we'll touch on, but he was probably their best shooter and they lost him. And they didn't really have anybody else to fill that shooting role. And similarly on the defensive end, they didn't have really any good elite defenders with Anthony Davis off the court. So with that, I'm going to pass it to Mr. Newland. What do you think about this roster and like what like direction do you think they need to go into become a contender or compete in the playoffs again? Sure. Yeah, I feel like first off, I feel like the Lakers always have a target on their back because they're the Lakers. Everyone expects them to be incredible. Yes. They're the Lake Show. They're LA. They've you know from from the Magic Johnson era on. Everyone's like, of course they're going to make the playoffs. And so when they don't, bad bad look for the Lake Show. Uh, but yeah, roster wise, I feel like you got to you got to play to your strengths. And the way you win with LeBron James is by giving him shooters that's how you win with lebron james let him drive let him kick it out and it worked for the Cavs. Mm -hmm. Uh, but man it's not working for the lake show right now when you've got uh westbrook and and baysmore kind of as your shooters i guess yeah Uh, malik monk all right not bad but you need You need some pure shooters there in the corners that can hit the corner three with LeBron. So that's a, that's a pretty gaping hole, I think. And AD, you just gotta stay healthy. That's his yeah. that's his nemesis. Me and Fred have a saying. His Anthony uh, Anthony Day to Davis. Anthony Day to Davis. <laughs> He's always I day think to that's day. the funniest thing oh, ever. So good. Day to Davis. Oh, that's genius. Like so good. when you think of comedy, like that's it. Like, that's comedy right there. Like enough said. You briefly touched on Russell Westbrook. I want to go back to him. Obviously, he didn't have the MVP season already. Like even like the triple double level season that he had in Oklahoma City or even in Houston. 
Do you think his problem is more of his fit with the Lakers and that the team isn't like super built around him? Or is it more of his own fault for not working on shooting and not putting like hours in the gym and focusing specifically on that? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I think it's, you might have too many, uh, too many cooks in the kitchen here. You might have too many kind of team leaders uh, that were amazing on their independent teams, but you start putting together a super team. Sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. And just Russ's style is not one. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that fits really well with LeBron's game. Yeah, you don't, you don't need somebody to drive <laughs> to the rack, kick it out so that somebody else can take it to the rack. So that, so you're like, you, you need somebody to shoot the ball and Russ. And that, that was a lot of the Lakers offense last season. Was. And, and it makes that in with players underperforming. Like that's, you know, you're sitting at 33 and 49. Like that's kind of a recipe for that. And one thing about both LeBron and Russell Westbrook and a lot of this roster is that they're over 33 years old. So, mm, all of, well, LeBron not showing as much, but Westbrook kind of passed his prime. They even AD he's kind of declining already from his uh, 2020 season. He's already. I don't. Declining. I don't want to. I think it's too early to say that. I still got hope for my boy. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna pray that's injuries. <laughs> I we'll hope it's, injuries. it's too early. Let's just. Let's just watch it this season. Just you watch. Yeah. He could, I feel he like could. we need to throw. We need to throw the brakes on when we're talking about 33 being old. I mean, I realize young <laughs> <laughs> man's podcast. <laughs> some of us. Uh, some of us graduated. You know, just behind the bronze. So let's. Oh, uh, you Alan, know. dude. How about, how about in, in in NBA terms? It's uh. <laughs> there it's we go. Up there. Ball, there right you up go. There. But speaking about like LeBron, he, he obviously signed his. Uh, two-year extension but uh, he's gonna be maybe like 38 39 years old which is it which is young Ancient. 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 no no <laughs> he's got so many years <laughs> yeah uh. do you think LeBron can still will this team to the playoffs next year I think he's still definitely a top five player in the league like I, I individually I think he's still there but I don't think he's at the age of think 2007 Cavaliers or like 2018 Cavaliers like those are the two teams you think of of LeBron literally putting the team on his back and he made a championship run with those teams two very subpar teams but and if I'm LeBron I'd be frustrated for sure uh just the team failing to put the necessary pieces around you when he's one of the greatest to ever do it still kind of in his prime like performance wise and stats wise he was still he was in the MVP race there for a little bit last season so I'd be frustrated a little bit. And yeah, it just comes down with supporting cast at the end of the day to see. Yeah, yeah it's, it's becoming harder and harder for him to put an entire team on his back uh, and get that, uh, get that thing done. So I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm never gonna, never. I will never get bet against Tom Brady. I will never bet against oh LeBron gosh. James. Yeah, so I, those yeah, two, you just can't. Like you, you just can't. can't. As long as they're playing, they are. Uh, they have defined <laughs> what it means to be great in their sport. So yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't think you can bet against them. But yeah. what the big thing I think for the Lakers will be this: their schedule is nuts right out of the gate. Like they have a crazy hard schedule. Like first 10, 12 games, where they're playing the who's who of the West. So I think you'll see really early on what this team's going to do, like a little almost preview of the whole season of, hey, are they going to be sub 500 or are they going to actually be able to snag a playoff spot this year? It'll be interesting. Yeah. They did fire Frank Vogel and they hired Darvin Ham. 
I thought, I, me personally, I thought Frank Vogel was a pretty good coach. He was a very good defensive coach. We saw in their championship run, they led the league in blocks, led the league in defensive rating. But uh, obviously, with the last disappointing season, uh, they probably needed a change at head coach. So I don't really have an opinion on Darvin Ham yet because we haven't seen him like really coach at all. So I think that'll be pretty interesting. I'm Let's talk about some offseason moves. Yeah. What do you yeah. say? All in favor? Aye. All right, cool. Aye, aye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's start. Let's start with a little FA action. Free agency. Free agency for the Lakers looks a little something like re-sign Kendrick Nunn, and then you re-signed Russell Westbrook. Now, real quick, let me just ask you: Is that a surprise? Yes or no? Like, were you surprised personally? Both of you. I'm uh, surprised based on the public backlash that was mm. last season yeah. but i don't think i mean we can blast Westbrook all day long but like he's really he's the top third of their talent like he's yeah. it goes yeah. Yeah. lebron ad and then you're like who else do we have like yeah malik monk's not going to take over a game so <laughs> Hey. No offense to Malik. I'm sure Malik is a great dude. He would destroy, <laughs> he would destroy anyone on this podcast. What if, what so. if he watches this podcast? Mr. What, what is I would love it. Come on. Watch it, Malik. I, w- I want you to reach out and get a, get a pick and roll some love. That'd be great. That'd be wonderful. Yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah. So, so they extended Westbrook, and then you extended LeBron James to two-year $97 million. Like, I don't even want to wrap my head around that. That's 40, 48 and a half a year. That's just That's okay, and then, they, but then they lost Malik Monk. Malik Monk, if you're watching, like I know that you are, have fun. Wait, where's it? Where, where's he at right now? Sacramento. Sacramento. Okay, have fun in Sacramento. I hear the weather is beautiful down there, Malik. Thank you for watching. <laughs> this podcast. Yeah, Malik again. Just <laughs> thank you. Yeah, this is a, this is a class act. Okay, so <laughs> they also went out and signed Troy Brown Jr. They signed Thomas Bryant. Signed Dennis Schroeder. And then, so, uh, signed Juan Toscano-Anderson, a defending NBA champ. Uh, don't sleep on JTA. And then they signed Lonnie Walker the fourth. Yeah. yeah. I want to quickly touch on, uh, before we get to the trades, I want to quickly touch on Thomas Bryant because uh, if we look at the Lakers' 2020 season, they ran a double big man lineup with Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis starting. Then you had LeBron, Danny Green, Rajon Rondo, or whatever at the point guard. So I think that... Uh, they're gonna, probably going to go back to that lineup where AD runs the four, his natural position, and uh, Thomas Bryant, who can stretch the floor. Uh, he's a good rebounder. He's a decent uh, rim protector. So he's not at the the same physical presence as Dwight Howard, but he's still going to be he's going to be able to stretch the floor a lot better for LeBron and AD. So I think that's a a really good pickup for them. A yeah, same with Lonnie Walker. Uh, we just talked about him, but uh, he's actually one of the more underrated players in the league. He uh, was pretty good in Sacramento, or sorry, San Antonio. San Antonio. Uh, we saw a few training clips with him training with LeBron, and we saw the uh, the media day kind of clips that he looks like he's like, getting along with his teammates well, and he can stretch the floor at a decent at a decent rate. So uh, I think those two pickups are good for them. Obviously, Kendrick Nunn, he didn't play one second last year, I don't think. Uh, with that surgery or whatever, like he just disappeared, but he, he could definitely make an impact. Same with Dennis Schroeder, if he's able to sign with the team. Let's go on to trades. Did make, I think I you know what I'm going to say. Let's Everybody. get it. Let's get right to him. Let's get right I to think, him. I think, so the Los Angeles Lakers gave up Taylor Horton Tucker, fan favorite, sad to see him go, and Stanley Johnson in return for... Worth it. Worth it. 
Patrick Beverly. <laughs> Patrick Beverly. Whoa. Is he, Mr. Is he Nevin, actually, you sound pretty he, confident over there, Mr. Is he? I, What's going I, on? Listen, no one in the NBA gets in people's heads faster than Pat Beverly. That guy is a wild man. He's a wild <laughs> card. For better or for worse, I don't know. We'll see. But like, but like, let's also talk like logistically. What did Allen say earlier? He, the Lakers struggled on the defensive end of the ball. Patrick He's, Beverly, one of the best guarding guard, no, defending guards in the league. So the Lakers knew what they were doing here. And you need a little, you need a little crazy, right? You're not oh, going to yeah. get that from LeBron. Not going to get that from AD. You need a little like. He's got that like Draymond Green, like I was gonna, yeah. quite know what he's gonna do effect. You know, you need that one crazy guy. I think my new favorite clip of him is when the reporter asked him, "What's your favorite LeBron highlight?" Yeah. And he said, the, "The time I blocked him on Christmas." <laughs> Dude could have said the Le LeBron's block. Dude could have said LeBron posterizing anyone. Yeah. Uh, he says he, when he blocked LeBron, that's crazy. <laughs> Or do you want to take us through the uh, the mock trades that we have? Mock, mock trades? You could make honestly like infinite mock trades with this Lakers roster because they just have so many just like random pieces and here or there. Let's just go through a few that we, and when I say we, I mean Allen, <laughs> has professionally yes. cultivated. So let's see. So the <laughs> Lakers get Gordon Hayward and Kelly Oubre Jr. And Lakers get and the and the Hornets get Russell Westbrook and Max Christie. Alan, why did, you, why did you make that trade? So, okay, I, I want to bring up a, a KD quote from, I think it was either last year or a few years ago. Uh, this league is turning into a wings league, meaning that you can have all the guards that you want, like the Lakers roster is now stacked with point guards and shooting guards, whatever. Yeah. Or, and you can have all the big men you want, but they're, the, the league is now turning into wings league where you need versatile players who can defend, shoot, and score in a variety of ways. And... Guards can't do that on everybody. Bigs can't do that on everybody. So wings are kind of going to be the more like versatile go-to scoring option. You obviously have LeBron, but after that, who do you have? Carmelo's probably not gonna sign back. Stanley Johnson, a good defender, you he trade you got traded. So looking at this trade, you get two quality wings, uh, both who can score. Uh, one of them who is a pretty decent defender in Kelly Oubre. Gordon Hayward's probably a better scorer in that sense and you uh, move off of Russell Westbrook's large contract and uh, get rid of a, a young player, Max Christie, who is a rookie, he has, he's unproven, and a tw uh, 2026 first round pick. So in that sense, you get a lot more wing depth, a lot more scoring output and punch, higher offensive rating, and I think that could be a, uh, a good trade for the Lakers. I'm just gonna push you to trade number two, because that, okay. that I think is the secret sauce. Oh yeah. Okay. Get, okay. get Buddy healed here, yeah. get, the, get, get the Westbrook, Somewhere where he can be the guy. Yeah. And, so uh, that's that's my I'm going with that one. So talk talk us through that one. Okay. So per Mr. Newland's request, let's go into this second mock trade. So the Lakers are giving up Russell Westbrook and 2026 first round pick. In return, they're getting Daniel Tice and Buddy Heald. There it is. Hmm. There it is. Mr. Newland, what's what's going through your brain right now? Uh, everybody needs a buddy, and he, oh, that, hey, that was funny. Hey, yeah, yeah. Good job. You, you look. You're gonna, you're gonna surround LeBron with shooters, and you're gonna win. You're gonna win, <laughs> win the championships. So why don't we get him? Somebody I don't know. 
Anybody got a hot stat on like uh, what Buddy Heald shot last year? What do we got? What do we got percentage-wise? Do we have numbers, Alan? Well, last year he, only, he shot 36, but that was like without LeBron and really high volume. But his best year, nearly 44%. That's so, crazy. That's crazy. That, that is crazy. That's what you need. Go get so. it done. Don't wait around for some 2026 first round pick, Lakers. You got to <laughs> win now. You got LeBron for two years. And then Bronny? Oh, uh, well, that's probably oh, another episode. Oh. Another episode. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I, me personally, me, me as a unbiased fan of the Cleveland Cavaliers, I like the, I like the first trade more just because you get a lot more like value for Russell Westbrook. But just to fit, uh, fit wise, I would like the I like the second trade a lot. I don't know because Daniel Tice can also stretch the floor, so yeah. I don't know. Maybe 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 even LeBron to the Warriors. You know him and Draymond. They, yeah, they something just like be, that. They just be doing like, stuff. Well, what was the mystery world? Uh, hot take here: LeBron James, Draymond Green pairing up to do what? To buy a professional pickleball team. That pickleball. I didn't, I, Yo, he just slammed no So that just about does it for this indie analysis of the mm. the long-awaited Los Angeles Lakers. Long-awaited Mr. Newland episode. Mr. Newland for sure. Guys, I'm honored. This is this is great. Love what you're doing. I'm <laughs> did it did it live up to the hype? Oh, 100 percent Oh good. Yeah. Alan, we did it. We, we can die. It. We can die peacefully now. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast could be shut down by YouTube, and I'm all good. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm good. We got an episode with Mr. Newland. So I'll pass it to you, Fred. You 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 got it. You can take it away. <coughs> Sorry, I had to clear my throat for this important announcement that I'm about to make. Everyone, like, there's no excuse at this point. There's no excuse. <laughs> if you have social media, if you have, shall I say, Instagram, you need to follow. It's not a it's not a request anymore. It's more of a command. I don't want to come out strong, but you gotta do it. You gotta follow do it. at <laughs> at the pick roll podcast. All one word. Underscore Mr. Newland. Honestly, from the bottom of my heart and very much Alan's heart too. Thank you so much. It's super nice getting getting a guy of your stature and your knowledge. Oh, so needed it. Thank you for taking time out of your very busy schedule. Greatly appreciated. This is great. This is wonderful. Thanks for having me, guys. This is awesome. Yeah. No problem. And that's a wrap.